Hey, how are we doing? Welcome to the show. Um, I wondered if you could just do me a couple of favours. They'll only take a second. Number one, if you could click that little plus button, that little follow button to subscribe to the podcast if you enjoy the show, that would mean the world. Thank you so much. And lastly, if you do enjoy the show and you know somebody else that might enjoy it, could you just share it with them? Let one person know about the podcast and let's spread the movement, right? And lastly, if you get time and you get two minutes, just go down to the reviews and let us know what the show means to you and what you get out of it. I appreciate it. Thanks, lads. Enjoy the show. All right, guys. Uh, how are we doing? Hope you're really good. Um, so welcome to uh, what is the first edi- edition of uh, Chewing the Fat, which is like a brand new kind of feature that we're going to be doing as part of our Mankind podcast. And the idea of Chewing the Fat really came about from um, just chatting with a couple of friends where I have a couple of catch-ups with people. Uh, and I've got a couple of friends where we just go out and we just chat. And I just always thought, and we always discussed, that this would be really great if we recorded this because there's so much content within there um, that you can actually take quite a lot away. Uh, and it's just kind of like a couple of mates just chewing the fat and kind of putting the world to right. So we just wanted to do this feature here. Uh, I've got my man, uh, Dean, who's just joined us for the very first one after all of our um, <laughs> after all of our electronic dramas. But we're here, Dean, what's happening? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Nice to see you. You too. So how's things? Yeah, things are, things are looking on the up, mate. You know, I've got to give you a lot of props for what you do in this course. Bless you. Thanks. I've only been doing it a couple of weeks, but, you know, it's, it's definitely turning things around already. I love that. I love that. So let's talk about, um, mate, let, let's go backwards. So what do you reckon your child, what do you feel like your childhood was like in terms of like growing up in terms, did, did you have like your mum and your dad? Was it a straightforward um was it a straightforward upbringing, would you say? No, I wouldn't say so, really. Um, I've, I've always grown up living in pubs. So, yeah, it's quite an unnatural, unhealthy environment. Um, not really a yeah, normal family life, surroundings and stuff. Um, obviously, you, you get your eyes open to things that probably most parents don't want their kids to see and yeah. then you probably take them things on board and it becomes a part of you. So, so was your, we did your parents own pubs or were you just like dragged down the pub? <laughs> no, 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 they run pubs and yeah. you know, you used to move from pub to pub when, whenever I discuss with people and try and explain it, it's, I'm almost like a, a traveler, but um, amongst the pub setting, you, you know, yeah. you go to a pub, do it up for a few years and then, up you go, uprooted, and you're off to another place. So, yeah, it was always. Sorry, nearly lost you there. Catch. <laughs> good catch, good catch. Always getting moved about from place to place. So, yeah, not not really any sense of stability and a normal home life, and quite a lot of bad traits, I think, which I've taken on through life. That must have been quite difficult in terms of trying to build any relationships, like uh, as as a youngster trying to like. I think when you grow up, you kind of find your group that you grow up with, right? Same, maybe a same group, or, but you kind of go to the same school and you kind of pick up friends and you kind of hang about with your groups. But I guess if you're moving around every two years, it must have been quite difficult to make friends and then actually have to leave them behind. Yeah, well, we, we within reason, we kind of moved around quite a 
a close catchment area, you know, with regards to school and stuff and seeing, you know, getting to see my friends might have been more of an effort. But yeah, certainly schools for a majority, I was kind of in the same place. There was there was only one occasion where my parents moved quite far away, like Chichester, a couple of hours away from where we was actually set. And I had to leave my school and go down there and I went to an all boys school and I didn't know anyone and it was it was difficult I think my, my schoolwork was actually the best it ever was because I didn't have any anything to interfere with anything but yeah personally emotionally yeah it was a bit of a struggle and eventually it was too much for me and I ended up actually moving back to where where home would be but living with a friend and his his mother and brother because I, you know, I couldn't handle it and I wanted to be back with my friends and stuff. So, yeah, that was difficult as well because obviously you, then you ain't got your parents, you got your friends, but then you ain't got your parents. So, um, what age, what age were you at that time? Oh, it's, it's a difficult question for me when, when it comes to times and, and ages and stuff. I was probably a couple of years into secondary school. Because I know that I, I I remember leaving, and then sometime later, they you know they allowed me back in when I moved back up there. So almost, so you must have almost been twelve, thirteen when you decided to go back to where your interpretation of home was. Yeah. Um, and actually leave you better. That's quite a big call at that age. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I knew what I was doing. I just missed my friends that much and didn't like where I was, didn't know anyone. You know, I was a bit of a loner. Uh, it was quite difficult. And, yeah, the, just missing everyone seems to be more than being around my mum and dad. <laughs> Do you think you were able to build a relationship with them? Um, or were they just, like, busy all of the time? Well, I think I should point out that pub life started... I, I don't know, maybe I was eight or nine or so, you know, so there was an element of a normal home life, but I was too young to actually remember it. I put certain blocks in my mind for other reasons that I've kind of lost any good memory of my childhood. And all I remember is, is that pub life. And yeah, there was always busy, you know, they, they did the best they could. They was, you know, trying to survive. And, and we we had a good, me, my brother and my sister, we had a good life, good upbringing. We, we yeah. didn't want for anything. And and they did the best they could. But certainly it wasn't like, let's go off to a day trip. Let's go to the cinema. You know, my dad didn't take me anywhere. And it was like, here's a few quid, disappear. We're busy. Sort of. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you come home. Um, and you stay with your mate's mum. Where did your life kind of take you from that point? From that point, getting older. But yeah, so did you go to so finish? What did you do when you finished school? When I finished school, I bounced around from job to job. I had an element of work ethic within me obviously from my parents but I didn't have any understanding of who I was what I wanted to do and I tried many different hats and eventually the wheels would come off and then I'd just bounce into the net I was very lucky that I'd go from I'd go from a job to job I'd never really agreed with a signing on sort of lifestyle and you know, I was thought more of myself than that but and more about me but yeah I was just lost and there's not really enough 
within like the school environment to teach you things like that, is there? So I had to learn by experience. If you if you kind of felt like you look back at that school life, if you kind of felt like you had an input into what the curriculum should be looking at to help young boys and young girls and, and, and kids in that curriculum, what would you say maybe a couple of things you would add to that curriculum to help people shape them for the for their future for when they leave school for when they leave education what sort of thing would you want to see within that education role well i think i would like it if they would maybe start to the later part of the years start to implement certain things which actually teach you awareness about what things that come up in life you know how paying your rent and, and car tax and council tax and how to apply for things and how to manage your money and, and how much money it actually takes to provide for these things because then it can might actually switch your mind on about actually I need to kick myself into gear because I don't have a plan it's going to cost me this much and then they're going to end up living with their parents for quite some time like I used to dip back and forth because you try and go, you used to go out in the, in the world and then you realise, yeah, I'm not quite ready yet, but mum, can I come back for a bit, you know? And, um, yeah, just just teaching you, and maybe just give you an opportunity to experience different things, different walks of life. You know, yeah. two, weeks, two weeks' work experience, it's, it's nothing. It's not even work know. experience, though, is it? It's just like, because <laughs> you don't really get an experience from it, do you? Most of the time you're bunking off and skiving or... All the yeah, people yeah. are saying, like, you can jog off now, like, at, at 12 o'clock, you know. So, yeah. yeah, I think some really good points in there. You know, I, do you know what I definitely would love to see is, like, martial, like, jiu-jitsu putting into schools, like, part of the PE curriculum, learning how to defend yourself, learning about mental health, you know, learning oh. about managing your emotions, learning about time management, learning about understanding yourself better. I think you, there's a big gap, for sure. Like, when I look at school... I did terribly at school, awful. Um, I used to be a fighter and a, ch a girl chaser at school and um, it didn't serve me well. <laughs> I saw your pain. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> horrible. So, like, um, you mentioned that every now and then you kind of had to go back to mum and like, so how did that make you feel? Like, um, what ages were you when you kind of, like, went back and kind of, what were the reasons that you kind of feel like you had to go back? Well, it could have been for varying reasons. It might have been that I lost my job and couldn't afford what I was doing, or you know, certainly I I moved back home probably late twenties. You know, I went back again. There was another stint. You know, there was something happened in my life, and so you only seem to learn from your mistakes. And and then I thought, hang on a minute, you know, I need to, I need to provide something here. I've got a son and. And it, and it just kicked me into gear and I, I had to make the decision that it's going to take me a lot longer to do it if I just start drip feeding the savings and stuff. So, you know, I had to go cap in hand and, and say, and live with my mum again. I think I, so I think I offered it up for six months and I was there for a couple more years. But, you know, but, but I got where I wanted to get. You know, I knuckled down and found something. I loved my job and just knuckled down with that and just started saving away. And now I've got, got, got my house and got, everything that you would say would probably make a person happy but there was always this underlying issues and problems and 
self-awareness that was always missing, you know. So it, in, it, when we look at going back to, I, I think when anyone goes back to going back to their mums, there's always this, and you know what men are like, I think you're learning this obviously through the programme and understanding yourself better. There's always this element of, like I feel quite embarrassed that I have to go back home or I feel like I've failed. You know, a lot of guys that I've spoken to use these type of words. And and actually sometimes, you know, I always look at uh, my doors are, like always kind of I always feel like they're always going to be open for the kids right and I think it's almost an element of that that's what we're there for isn't it that's that's what they're there for that's what you would do for your kids for you to almost have to take a few steps backwards to be able to take 10 steps 10 steps forward right do you kind of is that how you look at it well yeah I mean I I think I'd like to be able to maybe with the tools that I'm learning Whereas my son's only 11 now, and obviously I've, I've learned a great deal through this course already, and, and all these videos that you share and, and things that I'm learning and the, the modules that we're set, everything that I'm learning within that, I'm actually approaching him with the things, you know, in a roundabout way, trying to test his mind with everything and prepare him better and get him thinking in a different way. So I think the hope for me is that I do a better job in preparing him so that maybe he doesn't need to. Obviously, if, if, if the time comes, absolutely, I'm not. I'm going to help him out whatever I can. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I, I never really got any guidance like that, whether it be school life or even from my parents, unfortunately. But yeah. how did having a son change you? It it definitely it definitely was a shock. I must admit. Um, I always you know I knew it was what I wanted, but then. I, in all honesty, I probably it didn't give me the kick up the arse that I needed when when he came around. I I was working away a lot. I was burning the candle at both ends. I was taking liberties when I was about at home, and it wasn't until I'd actually self destructed that position and ended up on my own. Say that's you know again all the all the pain is where the lessons are, but. Then, then it kicked me in. That's where. That's when I was like, "Hang on a minute, you know, I've, I've come having him every other weekend and stuff, and I need to provide for him." And 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 it's 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 horrible, really, to admit that I didn't know that when I went in. It, it was he came into the world, but fortunately, you know, I've, I've, I have got there. But the work doesn't stop as I'm learning now. It's even so many years down the line. Being he's now eleven and. Having taken stock of my life now and evaluating everything, and then I'm, I've, I've blindsided myself again and just been chuddling along, and I've been missing out on stuff and not, not taking account of things and not passing anything on. I'm just, you know, is your, is your iPad, is your tablet a cold? That's you know, it's yeah, it's it's, it's been eye opening. I must admit. How how old were you when you had him? I was. 20 I'm 38 now do the maths uh 29 29 yeah I was 27 I can't do maths so that's that's uh that's how old I was when I had my first my first child and when I look back at what I was like as that father like I was really selfish you know um I question as well whether I was ready to be a father as, as a 27-year-old Royal Marine physical training instructor, you know. 
and I, like I, I I was in the heat of my career trying to build this career right and and I think like when when I look back I feel like huge amounts of regret and pain like right here and you know when I really get into it, it it's a tearjerker in that respect but but you know I think the whole part of this process and journey is learning and what we learn about ourselves to to rectify ourselves do you know what I mean so I think parenting is one of the most complex <laughs> um, jobs that we have on the planet right and a lot of the way that we parent our children is dependent on what our state of mind is um, you know our tagline is very much lead you to lead them right and many people struggle to understand the concept of you have to put yourself first to be a great parent like you have to prioritize you you have to prioritize um, your routines, your structure, your life, your mindset, your emotions, your physical state, so that actually all of those things that you were talking about, which were really great in terms of these are all the things that I want to educate my boy in. You, If you are not in that, if, if your cup is half full, if there's nothing in your cup, you can't then share that with anyone else, right? And I think there is this difficult concept is that how can I put me before my kid? Was like, look at the consequences of, for many people who don't put themselves first and we see this all of the time when they don't understand and they're on this on the phone like they're in the room they're on the phone and the kids in the same room but you're not present you're not actually connecting yeah. and and th th this is how i see many many men like we're trying to help as many men as possible right but many men are in the room but they're not present they're hearing but they're not listening and it takes something like a your wife leaving it takes something like your kid turning around and call you by your first name and not daddy do you know what I mean it takes yes. it it takes for your kid to go running up to your ex-partner's new guy and cuddling him for it to hit home and realize that dude this is not a game this like you don't have that time we cannot waste this you know and we we do we screw we screw, like i screw i've screwed up as a father you know it's been very difficult to to look at and deal with and confront with but it's all part of the learning right and it's all part of the learning and if we keep doing the same thing over and over again that's insanity that's that that's failure but like if we do something and we look at it and go that's not right this is i want to be like this this is what i want to achieve right um you spoke about the wheels coming off and like a little bit of self-destruction what just tell us a little bit about that. Well, I just always seem to make the same mistakes, you know, like you were just saying. I I was always, I'd just tell myself in my, in my head that oh, I won't do that again, or you've learned something there, but never actually make any sort of change about it. And it, it, you know, I've, I've even got myself to the same sort of position where I've just falling into the same routines, taking liberties. And, and again, it's, it's almost being at the verge of nearly losing everything where I've fought and it's something, something has got to change. It's taken 38 years of life and repeat offending of, of nonsense, really. And I, I just had enough and I've realised that I'm going to lose you know some of the greatest things that are in my life and 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 weirdly out of nowhere as this time came it, i saw the your ad on on facebook and 
And normally you would just scroll past these things, but I've watched it. And then sometimes you might watch these things and not do any action and think, yeah, I've seen, you know, 10 of them, but, and then I've, I've joined it. And, and just from day one, just everything that I'm, I'm learning within the course is, is incredible. I, I, I think I've, I don't think I've ever given myself any time for self-care or reflected upon myself. So we're going again, sorry. Um, <laughs> and you know, the idea of getting up an hour before you start your day just seemed like a ridiculous thing but it's actually become a beautiful thing the time is to actually have a moment to yourself and and oh my god honestly you picked the wrong one here jb i tell <laughs> and and it and it is right i'm just now I'm, I'm more self-aware of, of and connected with myself about and, and what I need. I'd almost deflect onto other people and, and always turn my focus onto everything else to not to not have that relationship with myself. Has and that now, been hard to transition? Yeah, it's been, it's been, I was, yeah, I was kind of open with my kids to that because it's, it has been, it's not easy, you know, if I could tell anyone this. Why is it hard? Because I'm trying to change 38 years of the same mindset, the same outlook, the same beliefs, the same habits, everything, everything that's led me to where I've got to before this. And, and now, now I'm doing all this stuff. There's like that, that in, inner voice, that bad side of me, the one that was just easy cruising and, and taking it easy and, and arming myself in various ways, you know, it's, now it's almost like I've got two of them in there and they're having a good old battle. It's, it's, it's quite noisy. You know, that's being totally honest for, for everyone. It, it's not easy, but that's, again, I'm learning about that. I'm, I'm kind of confronting that voice and, and not, not trying to beat it into submission so much, but kind of entertain it and, and logically and rationally talk it round. You know, that can't, because otherwise, if, 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 I, if I battle it, and entertain it, then I'll, I'll end up in that pity party, wallowing in self-pity. And and if I conflict it, I could be there for, for a, you know, so I have to, I've learned to, I'm trying to kind of have a, have a, have a healthy dialogue with that voice and just let it know yeah. that I'm going to keep coming. And then this is, I've decided the change is coming now. Yeah. It's confronting the beast in the mirror, isn't it? It's, it's that like... You know, it's and, and you're absolutely right. If if you look at this, if you look at the ratio, well, it wouldn't be quite 38 years, but if you think when you get to your adult, I always think probably a bit earlier, but I always look at from 18. So for the last 20 years, you've not been shown up the way you want to. So it's almost 20 years versus only what have you been with us? Two weeks, two, three weeks? Three yeah, well, with the prep, I guess. Yeah. Right. So it's almost like going used to climbing like little slopes and little hills to then get into the bottom of Everest and then going, oh my God, like it's, it's tough, right? And it, and, it, and it is really very difficult. And I think this is the thing that understand, like for me, it's all about education. Like it's educating you, it's educating you on how to, this sounds crazy to say, and a, and a lot of guys, I don't know, they might resonate with it, they might not, but almost re-educating you how to, how to live your life, how to control your life, how to, move forwards how to spend your time your energy and focus right it's 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 crazy when you think about it because 
from four years old to 18 years old, maybe to 22 if you go to uni, we end up in this structure, this routine, this system, like as you, as you come to learn the SRS, right? Yeah. We go through this system of constant personal development, whether we recognize it or not, whether we like school or college, but we're learning, we're always learning, right? We learn, 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 learn. Then we leave and we go into the real world. And in the 20s, we can probably get away with, you know, the nights out, you know, the, the probably the one night stands, the chasing the girls, the pissing it up, like the, the job, because you're still immature. We still, you're still going through maturity, but then you suddenly hit 30 and then suddenly there's kids around. Then suddenly there's a serious lady on the scene. Then suddenly you're stuck in a job you never thought you were going to be stuck in. Suddenly then there's pressure and responsibility. Then suddenly, like, there's all of this, like, shit that you're just you cannot you you feel like slowly becoming handcuffed to life right all of the all of all everything that's closing in and no one teaches us and it's by the time you hit 30 you've been out of personal development for 12 years so no one's shown you over 12 years how to figure out who you are what a process is what a structure is what a morning routine would do for you and then you kind of go through your 30s and then into your 40s. And then all of a sudden you start looking at your stomach and there's like this pouch. Like, and you're like, you know, you, and then you feel ashamed about the way that you look. You feel like you're letting yourself down and you, you, you don't know how to maintain habits because you've built up so many habits. It's, it, it's like a, it's like, um, it, it's like a fire burning in the wood. It just spreads right across, right? Just that's how infected we become with bad habits, with negativity. And then we look at the people around and then we self-doubt ourselves. And so no one's, you, you've been going down that path, as you mentioned, until suddenly you go, right, I'm going to do something about it. Now, whether it's this course or whether it's another course or whatever it might be, you suddenly then go from this big wide world into this tiny little bubble. Within this tiny little bubble, there's other guys who are just like you who have gone through what you've gone through. And now all of a sudden you're like, I'm getting up an hour early. What the fuck's that all about? Like I'm having some form of routine. I'm working on myself. I'm, le I'm leading myself. I'm making better decisions. I'm calmer and all of these things. And it's that fight of that elite operator mentality, which is the old alter ego, which is the thing that's trying to squeeze out that beast that's in here, right? We're trying to squeeze that motherfucker out of you. And you're showing up every single day to be the man that you want to be for the people that need you to be it, right? And it is not an easy journey. It's not because you have to look at yourself. Any man not willing to confront the beast in the mirror and realize who he is and what he's gone through and not forget it, because that is the alternative to not showing up, right? That is that, just a little reminder. Don't forget where you've come from, because that is the alternative to what you're doing now. And all of a sudden, you're educating yourself. And you've only just started. You've only just started. You're, you're at the very start of this journey. Yeah, just, uh, you know, just from the start, like other, other obviously, heard words, mindset, and, and gratitude, and clarity, and... and yeah i've heard the words i understand what they mean but i've never ever associated them words to myself mm. i've never actually tried to you know kind of give myself any of those things or be accountable within any of those things and now i'm i'm meditating and i'm listening to podcasts and and i'm actually i'm i'm taking stock of who i am as a person all over again and trying to give myself that self-care and now I have some sort of plan, like pl 
reviewing how I got on last week and planning what I'm doing the week after is just like a small part of, of the bigger picture. And gradually I'm seeing all the rewards of it and like dealing with my emotions and, and the control and the, a bit of calm about me and, and how I'm communicating with the people around me in certain situations where I might just fire off or, or say the wrong thing. And, and all these little elements are just, it's, and it's been a couple of weeks, you're right. It's, it, it, is a, it really has been amazing. So for you, um, what does the future hold in terms of vision? Now, you, you might not know this inside out, but kind of like, you know, what, like what do you want from like when you look at your life now, 38, did you say 37, yeah, yeah. 38? So you 38 now, so like so much time ahead of you. Like you've got like another three lives ahead of you almost, if you look at it. And that's how optimistic that's just meant I've been like, you know, that's how I think. Uh, and you've got so much time ahead of you. What, like, what do you want out of life? I just, tough tough I, question. I, I, would, I would like the long life that you've foreseen. Um, I would like to be healthy, be around for my son, have a, have a good life for myself, lovely family, you know, and I've, I've always, I mean, I even say now that I value my time over money. It's not like I want to take over the world in that respect. You know, I'm quite happy and comfortable and grateful that I am comfortable. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the oh, my word. <laughs> what is it even on? It's not great, I must admit. I don't do many of these, so, you know, I've had to make do. Um, but, yeah, you're, you're right. I don't have any grand plan. I think that comes in the elite 90 that I've just signed up for yeah. yesterday. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just I just I just want to be a better person. I, I want to yeah. be around for everyone else and be able to leave some form of legacy, you know, okay. when in that ground. Not to look back and be remembered for, for all the wrong things. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So we're gonna finish by asking you um if you was to give Based on based on your experience of your life and what you've gone through, if you was to if we had a third guy who come in here and we was just talking to him and you gave a little bit of advice about to him to move him forwards, like what would that be? Ooh. I guess to maybe slow down a little bit, take account for who you are. Um, yeah reflect on who you are work out what kind of person you want to be and where you want to be and and try and nurture that side and try and continue to grow and challenge yeah and feed yourself full of knowledge there's there's so much that I, when i describe it lately i feel like I've had this kind of tick sheet in my head of what what I think I want in life and I've gone along and in, been ticking those things off. Yeah. But, but I didn't know that there was an opposite side. I had to turn the page over and there's a whole different side of things about, uh, you know, emotion and personality and, and, and self-care. Because after, after you stop getting that dummy in your mouth, it, it ends, you know. There's, there's no one looking out for you but you. Yeah. And it's... It, You've got to be you got to be careful really you've got to be mindful of, of all that stuff and like you said at the start you've got to be in the prime position to be able to pass anything else on 
to anyone else. If you're going to lead by example, you've got to set the example. And if you ain't in the best possible state, then it's hard to imagine that anyone else around you is going to follow suit, you know? So yeah. nice, nice bit of advice. Already catching on, already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming for your job. <laughs> Mate, it's been a really, real great pleasure to, to chat to you. Like, one of the reasons I wanted to do this was to. Um, like I, I am turbo busy, but one of the things that I want to do is be able to connect more um, with the guys that are in my world at, on this le- on this level and just get to know people. And I think through that, um, you know, give people who listen an opportunity to see what guys are going through because there's a, this. The, the, I think a, an awful lot of guys think they're isolated in the way that they feel and what they're going through. Um, and I just want to kind of thank you for coming on and sharing your past and sharing, you know, it's it. I think you'll go away from this gun. God, that was a nice bit of reflection, you know, in terms of like where I've come from and through that timeline and stuff. So um, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, so guys, um, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. I'd love to know what your thoughts are in this podcast. Um, you can stick it uh, in the comments or the reviews or whatever it is. There's, I'm sure there's some way you can do it. Or you can email us at me at bormanjames.com and just let us know what you think of the show. Um, we've got more coming up as well this week and a lot more sort of planned ahead of us in, in terms of bringing stories to you to kind of keep you inspired. All right. So thanks for listening. I'll catch up with you all soon.